Welcome to my Let's Talk About It segments. These will be shorter conversations about a wide variety of topics and will normally be shorter than a regular episode, but will still be full of great content for you to think about and to challenge yourself with. And of course, we'll be focusing on living happier and being better. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at livinghappywithmallory to continue the discussion on today's topic. Friendships can come and go. Some of us are fortunate enough to have friends from childhood. Some friendships only serve us for so long. I had no idea this topic would be so interesting to others, but I'm sure glad to speak about it today. I'm going to chat a little bit about what it's like to make friends as an adult. Because let's be honest, it isn't an easy task, especially when, as an adult, your life gets pulled into so many different directions and everyone seems to be on a slightly different path than one another. It's not as easy as just going to school together and having that that in common and seeing each other almost every day. As I spoke about in my first episode, I grew up in a really small town and had a very small class size, so I was able to get to know everyone in my class pretty well, and I was friendly to all, and I'd say I easily made friends with pretty much anyone, And I'm beyond grateful to still have a core group of women I'm friends with to this day who have known me since elementary school. I am always so fascinated by the fact that it is pretty rare to have such a friendship with people like in that big of a group um, from high school. It's, It's pretty rare and I'm definitely grateful for it. And now that I'm talking about it today, I think it would be such a fun podcast in the future to do with them. So if you're listening, ladies, you might want to get ready for that. So I've always loved being social and being part of fun activities. One of my favorite parts of school was the, the social aspect of it. I also remember that I was always a morning person and would want to get to school early so I could talk to my friends before class. And this was particularly true once I was able to drive to school and get moving faster than waiting for the bus. I know my sister probably hated me for that as I was always making her rush around and she was one of a person who was okay with just getting there, you know, five, ten minutes before the bell rang. So I'm sure she did not appreciate me like getting on her and making her go quicker than she would want to to get out the door. Um, so I apologize for that to my sister if I annoyed you with that. But also being part of sports was a great way for me to get social socialization in after school as well. So many of you may be able to re- relate to that. When I moved on to college, we all moved our separate ways, of course, and um, I worked my way through college. So unfortunately, that left very little time for me to socialize with the people I met in my classes or to get involved in on-campus activities. And if there's one thing I regret from college, and I don't like living with regrets, but it's always something that I come back to, it would be that I didn't get as involved and make as many friendships as I feel like I could have. However, it was a sacrifice I had to make. And the friendships I did make that I still have beyond college are wonderful and are meaningful. So I think that is 
very important to take into consideration. So there was a period of time when transitioning from college life to real adulthood where I felt like I wanted to branch out but didn't know how. Again, I had my friendships with the people I grew up with, obviously the friendship with my husband Jim and my work friends, but there was a pull for me to get involved to get out there and meet more people. But the question was, how? I bring this up often because I feel it's true. It is hard to make new friends as an adult and maybe more so not just like friends, but meaningful friendships. And it is especially tricky if you are an introvert. I feel like I am an extroverted introvert, and I'm sure some of you listening may know exactly how that feels. But when I get too social, I can suddenly hit a wall and not want to be around a lot of people. And then there's times when I'm not social enough and just too still, and I want to get out and about and re-energize to be around others. So it's quite an interesting feeling if you don't quite relate to this, but it's a weird kind of push and pull as far as like needing space, but then also needing others and doing things for the community or with other people that meaningful, meaningful things. And that re-energizes me. Work friends are great, and I have some awesome friendships I've created with my current job, as well as my past jobs. However, sometimes you don't want to be around the people you were working with all the time after work hours. And so then the same question comes up, you know, how do I make other connections with people outside of my nine to five? And a lot of times work people you're with a lot, sometimes more than your own family, and they become family. And let's be honest, you don't want to be with your family like all the time. So nothing against the work friends by any means, but sometimes you just need a break and a different social circle than that. So it took me a few years to actually figure out what I needed to do. What I needed to do is to stop waiting for other people to join in on things I was interested in and just go and start doing them. Even if that meant going alone. It can be scary to go forward with trying something new by yourself and can bring on anxiety going to something where you didn't or don't know a soul. But sometimes you just can't sit around and wait for a buddy to go with you if you're interested, if what you're interested in isn't what they're interested in. So my first piece of advice from my personal experience is to just go for it. Find out what there is to know about whatever you're looking into and see where it leads you. Sometimes going alone into something is what is necessary for you to fully realize your potential and the ticket to meeting new people and possible new friends. Being open to conversation is another huge factor in connecting with others and finding others who you have similar interests as you. Not to say you have to strike up a conversation with a total stranger, But always be open to talk to someone if they approach you first. And of course, if it's an uncomfortable situation, that's a totally different story. But being open to having random conversations can lead to really good conversations and great connection. And that might just be the communication studies major in me, but I find conversations fascinating as far as talking to others and listening to others' stories. Um, a main reason, obviously, that I'm doing this podcast, but it's also 
being open to conversation has also allowed me to meet some really awesome people. So this happens to me a lot. And even if I'm not engaging with a person as far as making eye contact, it just seems inevitable that if I'm alone, for example, like sitting in a waiting room, I will no doubt have someone start talking to me. And sometimes that conversation doesn't hold much depth. There might be like some small talk, but some have. And being open to listening and conversing can open doors that you weren't even looking to open or other connections to people that you may not have even known were out there. And just there's a lot of possibility there. I'm lucky that the current nonprofit I am part of is something that a friend of mine came with me um, for. And she and I both were genuinely interested, and I would say that joining together has been beneficial for the both of us, and it has been a positive experience. So if you aren't fully comfortable going to check out new things alone, then finding an existing friend or even a coworker that you think might be interested too is a great way to use the buddy system. So if you can't go alone, I'm willing to bet that someone in your current friend circle might be interested too. And sometimes when I'm looking for people to join me for volunteer opportunities or other community events, I'll post out in so there on my social media feed just to see if anyone else would be interested. And it's one of the best ways to find out who might have similar interests as you to embark on a fun adventure together. So some people don't like to put themselves out there, I know, on social media, but I would say it's a great way to find people that you're already friends with that you may not have even realized they were interested in the same thing and maybe they've been sitting around and waiting for someone to you know go with to try out a new place I mean it doesn't even have to be an organization or a group or a volunteer thing it could just be going to check out like a new restaurant or an event to put on in the community so you just you just honestly never know I'd say the final piece of advice would be to figure out what really interests you. Is there a hobby you really love? And if so, is there a group you could join either in person or online? Are you passionate about any specific subject and could you be an asset to a community group or program? I think we all have unique qualities and things to offer one another, but we don't always want to chase it and that's okay. Maybe out of fear or a failing or just the fear of not knowing where to start could be holding you back from an opportunity as well. Each community has opportunities in some way. And if there doesn't seem to be a fit for your particular interest, you could always start to lead on your own. And it can be scary to start something up on your own, but it can also lead to meeting others that share your common interest and people who may be able to form solid relationships with. In my opinion, there are always possibilities out there. There are people who are out there who have similar hopes, dreams, passions, and interests. It's just finding them that is sometimes a challenge when we have seemed to have lost that ability to connect as an adult. It's not as easy as us being placed in a classroom with other people for 13 plus years of our lives. We will all go through different friendships throughout our lives. Some longtime friends may become more like acquaintances, and that is okay. I think it's very normal to want to branch out and meet new people and connect with new people as our lifestyles may change, our views on the world may change, and our interests as we get older may become different as well. 
Finding your people is an important key to healthy and happy living because surrounding yourself with like-minded people can be an asset in so many areas of our lives. We no doubt change over the years and it isn't to say you're replacing your old friends, especially if they bring you a great deal of value and happiness to your life. It's just expanding your social circle and really creating space to share with others that are like-minded and who add value to your life. Putting yourself out there and attracting your people is where it begins. You don't have to have 10 really good friends in order to benefit from having close friendships. You could have that one really reliable, always there for you friend versus having 10 maybe sometimes there for you friends. It truly is quality over quantity. So if you're struggling with making meaningful friendships as an adult, don't give up. Just keep putting yourself out there and doing what you enjoy for your own happiness and I can guarantee that you'll meet others along the way. And that's it for this week's bonus content. So thank you so much for carving time out of your day to take a listen to the episodes each week. I really appreciate that and I'm loving the feedback. And if you're wanting to continue the conversation and to just enjoy some other content beyond the podcast, you can find me over on social media on Facebook as well as Instagram. You can find me there under Living Happy with Mallory. And we can continue the conversations over there and get to know one another and see. I'd love to see your feedback and what you guys are interested in hearing about. So next Wednesday, we'll have a full episode that will drop with my friend, Abby, who I get to interview. And I'm really excited to bring forward her story of her amazing health and wellness journey. She'll also be providing us tips on how to stay motivated with health and wellness and working out from home or just getting movement at home because a lot of us are now having to work out from home or are choosing to work out from home during this pandemic that we're in. Um, and she's always been an at-home workout person. So when someone had brought this topic to my knowledge that they wanted me to talk about that because I do that as well, I knew that I wanted to contact Abby. So she's going to come on the podcast next week. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy our conversation that we have and the tips that she has and her own story about why and how she got into researching so much about health and wellness as well. So that'll be dropping next Wednesday. So I will see you on the podcast then, or you'll hear me then. But otherwise, make sure to check me out on social media and we can connect there as well. So we will see you guys next week. 